Yeah, hold that, please. Level five. Thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi. Nice to meet you. Hi. Now, the most important thing to know is to urge in the Biparsal Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what? Sorry. The single most important thing is to urge in the Channelized Bimbingus at the Biparsal Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chat all sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. players are just making their way from the field at Eden Gardens. Smiles all around for India and a couple of smiles from the West Indies as well who have competed well throughout this uh, six-match ODI and T20 series but unfortunately will fly back to the Caribbean. Can you unfortunately fly back to the Caribbean? I'm not sure that's possible thinking about it but they will do so uh, without a win on the board. India closing out victory in the third T20 to beat West Indies by 17 runs. So under Rohit Sharma's uh, captaincy, they've taken the ODI series and the T20 series three to zip. And uh, whilst maybe not have unearthed some new talent, because if you watch the IPL, you would have seen plenty of these players before. Certainly they would have given their selectors something to uh, salivate over ahead of the World T20 later this year. It's been uh, not quite comprehensive, but India have been on top pretty much throughout. But the West Indies themselves have unearthed uh, a couple of gems. And uh, whilst disappointed, Karen Pollard and the team will know that uh, they are a step or two closer to knowing what their team should be when they step out in Australia later this year. The match itself started with uh, changes aplenty. Both sides going in with four new players from uh, the uh, win for India in the second match. And uh, West Indies for the second match in a row, winning the toss and deciding to field first. Uh, a new opening partnership for India. Uh, didn't last too long. Gaikwad going for four. Rohit Sharma actually came in at four, uh, surprising many. Shreyas Iyer and uh, Ishan Kishan put on 53 for the second wicket before both fell in quick succession. The halfway stage of the innings, 68 for three. And they hadn't added too many more, 30 uh, to be exact. Five overs uh, later, West Indies in a good position at that stage. But uh, 86 uh, for uh, uh, the last uh, wicket between uh, Surya Kumar Yadav and uh, Shreyas Iyer, or rather Ventakash Iyer, uh, really just turned the complexity of the complexion of this match. 65 to Yadav, 35 not out to Iyer. Uh, 86 coming from the final five overs. And that was the telling contribution of the bowlers for West Indies. Roston Chase once again with the pick of the figures. One for 23. And when bowling in tandem with uh, one of four changes for West Indies, Walsh, who took one for 30, they'd, uh, they had India kind of where they wanted them. But it wasn't to be with uh, Romario Shepard expensive. His four overs going for 50. Um, 37 from three, Dominic Drake. Drake's overs, and uh, it meant that West Indies, when they came out to bat, they needed 185. They got off to uh, 
Well, they got off to a quick start despite losing Mayers and Hope early doors, both going the way of uh, Deepak Shahar, who could only bowl 11 deliveries before what looked like a quad injury ended his evening. And uh, that caused a couple of problems for India. But West Indies were never really able to make it count. Uh, Rovman Powell, alongside Nicholas Puran, who top scored for the third match in a row, uh, got West Indies to 73 for three. And at the 10-over stage, they were just about in possession of their own destiny. 87 for four uh, after 10 overs, uh, but it wasn't to be. Uh, just a, a little bit too much asked of uh, the West Indies side. Uh, but let's uh, quickly cross back out to the middle where we can hear from Harshal Patel. A little fuller. Uh, whenever we bowled a little shorter, they, were, they had time to sit back on it and pull it uh, from the length. So we had that conversation that uh, we want to go a little fuller on this wicket. Shardul, I think Bish used the word Shardul Thakur makes things happen. Is this the best you've bowled at the death for India? Uh, I think so, yeah. I mean, see, if I'm doing the job at the death for India as well, then I have to look forward to it. I have done it in the IPL for CSK for last four years. But now uh, playing for India, I think it's, uh, it's a greater responsibility. And uh, five months, into, six months into the World Cup, I think we all have to, re- we all have to be ready as a bowler to bowl in the death. Yeah, Harshal. And Shadow, I, I suppose we've seen guys bowl at critical stages of the innings at the back end and, and not be successful mentally. How do you guys steal yourself? Do you slow the game down? What's the process? I think uh, uh, you have to be ready to use your variations. And given that batsmen are going to swing hard in the death overs, uh, you're bound to go for runs. So 1-6 or 1-4 here and there shouldn't play on your mind. So correctly said by you that you have to be mentally tough. If batsman hits you for a six, it's okay to let it go. But uh, all the bowler have, have to think is about the next delivery. What I'm going to do, what kind of uh, line or length I have to bowl. Was it an execution error for, for that hit boundary or what was it exactly? So next ball is important, I think. Yeah, exactly uh, the same. You have to have the clarity. What are you going to bowl? Where's, uh, where's the batsman trying to hit you? And uh, uh, what if uh, you're not being able to execute what you uh, normally execute? What is your go-to delivery after that? What is your plan B? So having all these things in your head when you turn up to bowl uh, in the last four overs is, uh, is I think, critical. And uh, like you said, uh, just focusing on the next delivery and focusing on execution rather than what the batsman's going to do. If he Everyone's hits you for different. a six or a boundary, that's fine. Everyone's different, I know, but how long do you guys, if you're speaking to, to younger players, anticipate perfecting that processes? Yes, you have to follow a process. I mean, uh, see, if the basic idea was to bowl wide yorkers from the end that I was bowling today. So I have to back it, no matter what, uh, whether it's a slower one or whether it's a yorker or a bouncer. The simple thing is the line has to be a wider line because you have your field set there. Uh, so from in that that field set, if batsman is able to clear or hit it in the gap, that's fine because uh, even they are here to play. They are also trying out things. Similarly, we are trying out things. So, uh, so yeah, I think everyone, uh, every youngster or even ourselves, we have to keep pursuing in what we are doing. That's it. Uh, Shardul, Harshal, uh, well done today. Thank uh, you. Just wanted to ch- ask about the conditions. Was it more the footmarks or the or the ball that was giving the bowlers trouble? And how did you all eventually figure out a way? Because the end was exceptional. Yeah, I think uh, there was a bit of dampness in the wicket because of the weather uh, today. There, there was no sun today, I think, uh, from the morning. So there was a bit of a dampness in the wicket and that was uh, making it a little difficult for us to hold on to uh, our landing areas. So that made it a little difficult to bowl. Uh, but uh, apart from that, I, I don't think there was a lot of dew. 
uh, we have played in worse conditions than this. The last 12 or 24 months have been storybook for you, Shardul. Last 24 months, Harshal, for you, last 12 months. May long be that way because we're enjoying seeing you play. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you so much. Brilliant stuff. Harshal Patel, Shardul Thakur. We're just waiting to see who the uh, player of the match was. Uh, but uh, Harshal Patel with three for 22. Shardul Thakur with two for 33. There were uh, runs for uh, Surya Kumar Yadav, 65. And also, once again, Nicholas Puran in a losing cause, 61 from him. Um, a reminder, of course, uh, that the West Indies, their next uh, obligation is against England. And uh, we will be bringing you that live and exclusively uh, next month. England's three test matches against West Indies. That gets underway on the 8th of March in Antigua. Ball by ball commentary uh, ad free here on Talk Sport 2. Uh, myself, John Norman. Uh, alongside Gareth Batty and Jay Dernbach, looking back at that match. And uh, Gareth, that picks up on a point you were making towards the end of the innings. Um, India, when it comes down to it, their game plan was absolutely spot on. Uh, they knew what they had to do. And it was quite interesting listening to that, hearing that they were bowling wide Yorkers. And if they went for four, you know, if they were creamed through the covers or they managed to get the elevation over, that was fine. You are allowed the batsman to score runs at the end of the day. But... Uh, they were told, they were being told what to do, and they had to do it. Yeah, I, I mean, Jade will explain it better, but I, I think the basic principle you're saying is you're going to go for runs at the death. It's how you go for them, where you get hit. Get hit where you want to be hit. If somebody plays a great shot, then fine. You've got to walk to the back of your mark and just be pretty clear that you executed what you wanted. Somebody's allowed to have a day out, but you're going to go to your your best plans, your best suited skill, which is generally A and B. The very, very finest have A, B and C. But um, ultimately, it's having the calmness and the, the sort of um, a belief in what you're trying to execute. And I suppose that's it. It's almost been a bit stubborn in that belief and following it through. What about you, Jay? Because you were watching on as that, those that final five overs that took place. You know, you're watching someone like Harshal Patel and you're watching uh, Shoulder to Kerr. I mean, these bowlers, they're not like for like for exactly how you used to bowl. But you must have been sitting there and you, you must be able to really appreciate the skills that these guys are putting on. At exactly the moments that they have to have to do them. Yep, certainly. So the execution was top notch. The thing to really understand and to see the difference between the two sides is if you watch the Indian bowlers go about those death overs, you could quite clearly see a plan and they stuck to it. As you said, wide Yorkers, wide slower deliveries, changing of pace. You could see that with the field set and what was being delivered. Unfortunately for the West Indies, they had plans set but seemed to bowl two of three different deliveries, which didn't actually set out for the plan that the uh, captain had given them, which is, the, which is the difference in play. The other thing to note is someone like a Harshal Patel, who the other evening was resorting to his Yorkers, missed them ever so slightly. Rodman Powell collected a few of them. It just this evening, because of the surface and the plans, and goes more to his slow deliveries, and he changes his fortunes around. So that's, that's being one step ahead. That's understanding how to adjust your game. And bowling at the end of an innings, you certainly have to do that. You can see the difference in the two teams at the death. Rohit Sharma's hardly involved with the bowlers at the back of the mark. He's very confident in what they're going to do. He almost says, I'll come over, check that you're all right, but basically you set the field and you execute as you want. That, for me, shows and says, we're good here, we know what we're doing. The West Indies, there were two, three, four, they, uh, you know, the young fella who's playing his first game in the series came over and started talking. You kind of, what are you doing? Get out of his way. This is the fella that's got the ball in hand. Let him execute. Now, the flip side of that is he's got to know that you've got his back. You're not just leaving him on his own, but you don't want to cluster anything. And that's 
that looks to me like India have that sort of sun down and the West Indies, it's kind of like, wow, this hasn't worked. We've got to change everything. We rip up the wheel and, and so on and so forth. I just think that is going to clutter any bowler. Yeah, and we saw that on quite a few occasions today, didn't we? I mean, Nicholas Puran, for instance, the, the, the bowling to him was as it has been throughout the series. But essentially, they kept bowling. Every now and again, he'd get a cut shot past backward point and he'd get a four. Or every now and again, he'd get on the cover drive and spank it between the two fielders. But they kept still, they kept bowling in that channel because the next two deliveries he'd miss. So it was like, well, we'll give you a four, but we're going to take back a couple of singles. And over the course of an over, actually, it completely paid off. With that, with the West Indies, and this is, you know, it isn't quite like for like, of course, because they don't have the experience within their domestic setups that, against the players that do and they're playing in alien conditions although maybe more similar to West Indies now Caribbean than it was 20 years ago but as you say the inexperience really showed and for those final two or three overs West Indies had Dominic Drakes to call upon and Romario Shepherd, and these guys have not played a lot of domestic cricket to hone their skills and they played even less international cricket um, and, it, and it really showed because the, the pitch map if we had it in front of us would show that the bowl it full smashed over the covers, they drop it short, get inside the line and pull it away. You didn't see that when India were bowling. No, you certainly didn't. And that's the difference between having a plan that you're committed to and know that you've executed it before. I think that's the key to it. When it comes to bowling at the end, you need to have practiced that skill set. Bowling a wide Yorker isn't as simply as thinking, I'm all of a sudden now going to bowl a wide Yorker. It takes skill and practice, which goes into all of this. And as, as we heard the two lads at the end of the um, inning speaking there Thakur and uh, Harshal Patel saying they've done this job for their RPL franchises for a number of years now so they would be completely comfortable with it it takes them time to step up in the international stage but Thakur's done that and we saw that this evening the two young lads for the West Indies will have gained some experience here. yes it hasn't gone to plan but I think a lot of the series now was about giving guys experience because when they head over to Australia later on this year for the T20 World Cup, they're going to be asked to do these jobs once again and on the biggest stage of all. Yeah, and it's also worth pointing out, of course, that uh, both Harshal Patel and um, Shadow Takur in the 30s, and Dominic Drakes is 24, and Romario Shepard, okay, 27. But again, you know, it's taken a while for Harshal Patel to play for India. You know, it's taken him 10 years, essentially. Um, and the same with Shardul Takur. He's only been playing for, us, for India for the last two or three years. So, you know, I suppose that's another thing with West Indies. You know, you watch some of their domestic stuff and you'll see a lot of familiar names in and around. These guys have been given a chance at an early age after a couple of positive or impressive performances and they're, they're thrown in and they don't always make it and then they go back again. And, you know, it's the same thing for uh, for Drake's I imagine, and uh, and also Shepard, who, who batted well towards the end. Let's look at the positives, though, um, for both sides, really. Let's start with the West Indies. I think that they will go back, and actually, they'll, they'll think to themselves, you know what, we've just got batted in the World T20 with some very familiar names. Very familiar names who just did not do what was needed. You know, you've got, um, obviously, Chris Gale and... Um, What's his and uh, who was the uh, Simmons at the top of the or Lendl Simmons? Um, Dwayne Bravo was still playing. You know, you got Fidel Edwards still around the side. 
you know, and they've they've jettisoned a lot of the old guard. Even someone like Shimron Hetmeyer um, hasn't been isn't isn't playing in the side. But I think they're going to go back and they're going to think to themselves, you know what? We have got we've got three or four players that are absolute bankers now for the World T Twenty, and in Nicholas Puran, we've got a player who finally seems to have thrown off the inconsistent yet wildly talented tag, and is actually showing captaincy credentials. He should, I don't know about the captaincy thing. You'd need to know somebody a bit more in depth, but certainly the way that he's turning his potential into productivity now with runs and 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 weight of performance, definitely you would say. Is is the other side of uh, other side of the coin that you've you've got a bit more of a gem on your hands. I like the look of this Powell. I thought he played nicely against England. He's got some raw power, um, but I think he's got a nice touch about him as well. You know, Shepard's not had a great day with the ball today, but he every time I see him, he, do, he shows me something. Uh, I watch him. He balls the hard overs, and we all just take it for granted that you run up ball power play and nick somebody off, and then you ball at the death, and you just hit Yorkers. It's the hardest thing. It is the hardest job in cricket. Possibly a number five or six might argue that going and strike at 150s is hard, but I don't think there's the same pressure that these guys are having up front and then at death. So Shepard, and he whacks a few. Um, I quite like the look of um, the leg spinner Walsh. You know, it's, it's something that we've not seen huge amounts of from the West Indies. So there are some really nice signs. Um, the problem that the West Indies have, and they've always had it, but from what I hear, is the marrying up of the islands. There's always a lot of disruption, and I think at the minute, I think there's a few bits of politics going on. I think Pollard's involved in it. I think Simmons is involved in it, and that is always going to be their issue. They play their best cricket when they're united, and are they united at the minute is the biggest question because you don't want these youngsters uh, sort of coming through in a, in a tit-for-tat environment where it's not quite as good as it could be or, or has been in periods of their history. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting to see uh, Romario Shepherd batting with what I assume is the, the red, the yellow and the green of Guyana on his batting glove. You know, they're not all from Guyana, are they? And there's nothing wrong with that. He's also got, uh, you know, a universe boss bat as well. And, you know, the same colours could uh, symbolise Jamaica. But, yeah, it, it's it's always been a problem and it always will be within within the West Indies. Um, they had a situation with Odean Smith during the England series where, you know, started to kick off about something to do with him not being uh, selected but uh, but what about from an Indian perspective what did we learn from India in a series that we all expected them to win handsomely they did win handsomely the rest of the few players but you know what did we learn from from this series this T20 series in particular we learned that they have got an exceptional amount of talent to pick on some of the players coming into the 11 not only today but previous games would get in anybody's starting 11 certainly the likes of Shreyas Ayo came in played some exceptional shots all around the ground Ishan Kishan a two million dollar man came up top again looked a, a bit at sea the first couple of games but I, I thought he looked a little bit more sort of calm and collected today he, he picked his shots a bit better so he's obviously a, a phenomenal talent we've seen the leg spin or googly bowling of Bishnoi coming in and had an impact immediately this fielding was left to be Left to the imagination a couple of times, but Bishnoi's bowling is something intriguing. We've still got the other the other problem for some of these guys who've come in and, and shown some good bits is that there's still a wealth of talent still to come in. The likes of Jadeja still to play. We didn't see any of Kuldeep Yadav. We know he's had some success bowling. <laughs> Virat Kohli comes back into the side, so does Rishma Pant. So as much as it's been great to see the talent of some of these young Indian players, unfortunately, you don't know how much more we're going to see of them in the starting 11. 
What about a teleplayer that really impressed me today? And I haven't seen a great deal of him was Venkatesh Iyer. You know, he's only just started playing for India against New Zealand in November. He just does not look a player. He looks too tall and too small for his clothes. He doesn't look like he could hit the ball off the square. And yet he comes in and he is it's all timing down the ground. He gets into a great position. He moves around the crease. He scores square of the wicket. And then he can bowl a few tidy overs and take wickets. And it's like, well, you know, where's this guy come from? I mean, I know he's been playing IPL for a bit. He's not a youngster. But it's it just shows in India, you don't have to be... There's some different body shapes, isn't there? You'd stand a Shardal Takur up against the Venkatesh Ayer. They are two wildly different uh, body shapes, but they're both insanely effective. Harshal Patel as well. Um, so him for me today uh, certainly is one that I'm going to be keeping an eye on. Oh, I mean, the, the way he moved to strike the ball, the swing of his bat was beautiful. It reminded me a little bit of Yuvraj back in the day, maybe a little bit of Moen Ali in there, how he sort of swings the blade and has a free flow of the bat. Um, he's different to both of those two because, like you say, he's a bit gangly, he's a bit tall. So at, at times you think in his setup and the way he moves, you think he's a little bit awkward, but there's a purity about how he does things as well. I tell you, I'll just break off. Let's hear from the West Indies captain, Kyron Pollard. In the last five overs, so, you know, they went in with the momentum. Um, but, you know, having said that, I thought we got a good start. Um, we were 70-odd, you know, after about seven or eight overs, <laughs> and we weren't able to capitalise. Every series, victorious or otherwise, gives you a chance to assess, um, reflect. Uh, what are the takeaways for you and West Indies after the, these two series? Um, obviously, we haven't won a game, but you know, having said that, in this T20 series here, you know, Nicholas, you know, showed his consistency, you know, right throughout. Um, you know, the guys, you know, really picked up themselves at, 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 at a given point in time from a bowling perspective or a batting perspective. Robman Powell showing that, you know, he wants to be part and parcel of the white ball team. So it's something that we need to look at, you know, as well, even in the 50 over format. Um, and I think, you know, a, a group of young guys, you know, coming to India, it's always going to be difficult. But the way they, they handle themselves, I, I thought, especially in the in the T20 series here, you know, I thought it was, it was good on our part. Yes, we didn't win. And then from the one-day perspective of it, um, we had an opportunity to win that series as well, you know, bowling out in the 230 or in the second game and in the last game. So, again, to me, it's not all doom and gloom. You know, these guys are finding their foot. It's like on-the-job training for them in international cricket. And, you know, we look forward to, to see what the future holds. Yeah, you mentioned inexperience. Uh, you felt that with the bowling and also certain bits of batting. Uh, are you looking for more experienced players or is it just a question or a blend of youth and experience which you're looking going forwards? Um, you know, for us, obviously, you know, from a T20 perspective, you know, we had experience in going to the World Cup and we didn't get a job done. So I said, you know, these guys are getting an opportunity here now and they're going to gain experience along the way. Um, obviously, the World Cup is about eight months away and the more cricket that they play the better they're going to get in different scenarios so it's a continued work in progress and again just a matter of you know putting in the hard yards and you know trying to come out you know with some you know sort of victories as well because we know we're in a result oriented sort of a business as well but you know we have to work with what we have and you know they're willing to do that and the guys are you know up for it thanks for the chat and really well done in the last two games safe travels to you and your team thank you and the West Indies Hold that, please. Level five. Thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi. Nice to meet you. Hi. Now, the most important thing to know is to Ertzen the Biparcel Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what? Sorry. The single most important thing is to Ertzen the Channelized Bimbingus at the Biparcel Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine. 
Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chat all sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. So that was Kyron Pollard uh, here on Talk Sport 2. Final words uh, from uh, Gareth Batty and Jay Dernbeck um, after uh, India closed out uh, what turned out to be a comfortable win in the end, beating West Indies by 17 runs. So, uh, Jade, yeah, just just final thoughts, really. We've talking, talked about the strengths uh, of both sides and the challenges that now await them as well. India um, have got uh, Sri Lanka at home. West Indies, of course, have got England uh, in, a, in a test series. Uh, so these guys are going to be heading back uh, to the Caribbean. But uh, in terms of the, uh, the skill transition between playing in India and playing in Australia at the end of the year, we just heard Kyron Polo talking about that. You think that the conditions in Australia possibly would suit West Indies a little bit better than the ones in India? Yeah, you'd hope so. Certainly in the sense of how they did struggle probably early on in the tour with the spin bowling of the Indians throughout those middle overs. In Australia, how much of a toll is that going to take? I don't think many teams are going to play two spinners out in that World Cup. So they're going to face a lot more pace on the ball. And with some of their hitters that they have available to them, it's going to play into their hands. And we've seen that at times during this series. Kieran Pollard also alluded to the fact that guys are learning on the job here. And being that job is international cricket. So not the easiest arena to do so. And a few of them have shouted themselves in glory in the sense that they've certainly pushed their cases forward. And it's going to be intriguing to see how they continue to develop. I think they've got an exciting bunch of guys to pick from. And uh, yeah, I'm excited to see where this team goes. Brilliant stuff. Well, uh, thanks for all your contributions uh, throughout the series, uh, Jade. And, and Bats, final word from you, really. Uh, India favourites for the World T20 at the end of the year. Uh, Australia just behind them. And then England. Would you uh, would you agree with that assessment? Yeah, it's a brave man that goes against India on, on what we've seen here with the strength of depth. Um, for me, their biggest issue is going to be not picking names, picking the right personnel that are going to win your games of cricket. There's no good uh, picking the name that bats out a position like potentially we saw today, Rohit Sharma. It's not as easy as you think to go from opening one and two and being one of the best players in the world, if not the at that position, and then lobbing at number four and five. It's difficult. I think they have to get the right people in the right positions and it don't pick on name, pick on actual skill set uh, for how they're going to play their cricket in Australia and they will be red-hot favourites. They ain't going to be far away. Brilliant stuff. Uh, the views of uh, Gareth Batty and Jade Durbeck. It was uh, uh, Surya Kumar Yadav that was named player of the match uh, in the end for his fine 31-ball knock of 65 as uh, India 
added 86 in the final five overs alongside Venkatesh Ayu, who put on 35. Uh, just uh, one step too far for the West Indies, who head back, uh, beaten but not uh, bowed. They've contested and competed throughout, but it's India who have taken the series 3-0 after beating West Indies by 17 runs here on TalkSport 2. Well, the countdown is on. Four, three, two, one. Kishan Kishan off his hips, and that's played very nicely and bisects the fielders on top of everything else and goes for four. Holder in again. Oh, and this has gone straight up in the air. Is there a fielder? Yes, there is. Oh, and he had a juggle, but eventually he managed to catch it. In again, and that is a pitched up after what happened last time, and that is the best shot we've seen so far. Big swing of the bat. And the finish flies off to that sort of third man area for four. That may be the curse of the commentator. He's gone for the big heave ho. And Shreyasai has been caught comfortably by Jason Holder. Hint of turn or maybe just held on the surface. Around the wicket again to Keyshan, the left-hander. Who is bold? This time it goes long. And oh, it will be six. But it was also very close to the field. First maximum of the day. Lovely shot from uh, Yadav. Drake's in again. Sharma comes down the wicket to him, but he misses it. And he is cleaned up. Bold Rohit Sharma, the Indian skipper. Big wicket. 93 for four, India. For any youngster listening out there, if you're in the top of middle stump, you're not going to be too far wrong. Shepard in fuller, outside of stump, and smashed away for four by Surya Kumar Yadav. Aya has just struck this so sweetly over deep square leg. And he takes another six. Shepard is in. This is outside of stump. And this is all wrists and all power. That's a 50 for Suri Kumar. Yadav, 52 from 27. Unbelievable innings. Just stand and deliver stuff. Suri Kumar whips this up and over. And it's another six run. Romaro Shepard is in. And he will go well past that. Another six. And that is uh, the end of the innings. 20 gone. A wicket with a final ball. Surya Kumayadav perishes. It'll be Deepak Chahar who will get us going. And that's on the leg stuff. And this time they've certainly got it. But it's been given not out. India are absolutely certain that Carmeyers has edged this. And that will be out court behind. Spigometer says big snip. Avesh in now. It's wide and it is punched away by Pora. Deepak Chahar in again. Oh, and he beats the batsman. Did he get the edge? He does. And Shai Hope's fascinating four ball innings comes to an end. With an unbelievable reply, dragging him forward. Avesh Khan coming in to finish his second over, and that is again swung away by Nicholas Boran. I don't know how many more words we have to describe the superlatives of this young man. Patel is about to bowl his first delivery of the match. It's on a length, and Puran is so quick on the ball, and he'll pick up four. Patel again, club by Powell, down on one knee, the ball spirals up into the air. Will it be caught? Yes! He dismisses his 2018 to the short delivery as this time a fuller one is hit straight to the fielder. Pollard has to go, the fourth wicket to fall. And this time it is middled by Holder, but straight to the fielder at long on. Marshall Patel, lovely easy run in, that's full and that falls in. What a cracking delivery. That is the old one-two, isn't it? Harshal Patel with another fine piece of bowling. Shepard launches that. 
And another West Indian batsman who only appears to deal in sixes. And that should take Turan to 50 and does. So applause from his teammates, but the job nowhere near done. Down the track and he turns a full delivery into a full toss, clips it up and over and away for six. Could the West Indies be on the verge of victory here? And uh, Nicholas Turan has gone for the big heave-ho. The ball's gone up into the sky. And Ishan Kishan running round from behind the stumps dives and takes the catch. Here comes Patel. He's in, he's full. Shepard swings, but he doesn't get enough on it. And it's caught, and it's Rohit Sharma that surely ends this as a contest. Short delivery dug in. Walsh abandons the full shot. And that is it. India have beaten West Indies for the third successive match at Eden Gardens. Yeah, hold that, please. Level five, thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi, nice to meet you. Hi. Now, the most important thing to know is to Ertz in the Bypassal Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what? Sorry. The single most important thing is to work in the channelised Bimbingus at the Bypassal Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chattel sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how. Subtle results. Still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulties swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com.